As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show Podcast Basket Buds Edition here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We got Josh Hustis. We got Jay King. We got Schlecht. We got Dufour producing. And we got a hell of a show for you today. We're going to open up the Hot Take Safe Zone. We're going to check in on the panic meter. We're going to remind you subscribe to The Bounce. It is a free email newsletter every single day, Monday through Friday, in your inbox every morning. Uh, get the best coverage of the sports world on The Athletic. Subscribe to The Athletic. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. You can watch us talk. You can watch J. King get visibly frustrated in the hot take safe zone when you're not allowed to negate takes. You're only allowed to ask questions. Watch how he tries to ask questions about it. It is very, very entertaining. Uh, before we get into the hot take safe zone, guys, I do want to just talk about something real quick. Um, I have been having a tough time. I was going to retire from this podcast. <laughs> and then Schlecht and DeFour, you know, it. I'm really lucky to have friends like them because they talked me out of it. I didn't, I didn't remember what the word podcast actually means. I'd never updated it in my lexicon. I'd never updated the understanding of it. I've been thinking about podcasts as a 15-year-old. You know, and now I'm, you know, I'm in my early 40s. Like, I just, it's time for me to get the podcasting help that I need. And so I just wanted to be open and honest about that today. Um, this Draymond Green renaissance? What are we calling this? Like, you know what's funny about this whole thing? Draymond Green comes out there with. Look, I, this is, is this a renaissance. This is I don't know what it is. You know I don't what think it is? That's it's, the right word. It's yeah, a sound big heaping pile of excuse my language, earmuffs the kids in the car. Bullshit. I laughed so hard at this video this morning. Like Draymond has been for years going, you're not ready. This is new media. This is new media. You did like a 40 minute apology? That's not even an apology. It was like an apology to yourself, not to anybody else. Like you were out for three weeks. He's three had weeks. progress meetings, Zach. What does that mean? Progress meetings. No, he just repeated the words again. Office. You didn't explain that to me. <laughs> That's a good meetings. question. It was like uh, <laughs> Lawrence Frank's reports. Who knows what were in them? Oh, Nobody knows. Those we Lawrence just, Frank We just know he had so, to do them. Oh, those are goaded. Um, I did like... I don't look. I I host a podcast called Cinephobe, where we break down bad movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. We try to ascertain if they're properly poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. It's Cinephobe. It's myself and Amin Al Hassan, produced by Anthony Mays. Wherever you get podcasts, in that every episode, we have an award for who was the most ass on. Right? Who like someone acts their ass off? It's like wow, what a great performance. Someone is horrible. We give it an ass on award. That entire Draymond thing was an ass on award. Like he podcasted his ass on. That was 
one of the weirdest displays, one of the weirdest performances I've ever seen from him, from anybody. And Josh, like, I just don't, are are we supposed to buy that? Or is this just, we put it out there, it's public PR. Like, who's buying this other than, this, like, maybe Draymond fans and, like, Warriors fans that really want this thing to get fixed? Well, isn't this, like, the playbook for, like, celebrity screw-ups? Yes. Regardless of sports, act, actors, politicians, it's... They say they say or do say it's something racist or they do something stupid in public. Where do they go? What do they do? They apologize. They say I was on Ambien or I have a problem, and they go to rehab. And they're like, I'm dealing with a. Real I just issue. got a prescription I'm for Ambien. So, rehab. So check, I'm Buckle gonna have up. a real We're good. We're gonna month. get some yeah. wild text. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's that whole thing where it's like, hey, I have a problem. I am a victim too of something out of my control. Mm-hmm. I need to go get help. Don't blame me because I am just a victim of the disease I'm fighting. Right. And then everybody's like, you know, good for them. Is being good is for them. like, look, and I say this as one, okay? Is being an asshole a disease? An asshole? I knew yeah. it. How did I know? <laughs> Josh, we've been, we've been communicating too much. <laughs> and I don't even mean that. Like, I'm not trying to like be mean about that. with Like, he's an asshole. I'm an asshole. Like I can admit, yeah, like if you're going like, to be an asshole, you also have to be good. There's no room to be oh, an that's asshole and not yeah. be good. <laughs> that's well, yeah, that's your problem. But you know what I mean. Like if you're going to be an asshole, there's yeah. athletes that are assholes all the yeah. time. But if they're he's good, everybody's great. Everybody's he's just great like job, okay, right? yeah. yeah. It, they're like fine. Was it major? But he's not as good anymore. Well, was it yeah, major league when Pedro Serrano got like like they they talked to him? They kind of had an intervention with him. He came back. It was just a super nice guy and could it's not major league too. Major, that's the second it, one. The it sequel. just could not hit anymore because yeah. he cured himself of, of he was too nice. all the ills in his that's life. That's what I'm just saying. Like this, Draymond yeah. Green is going to come back hugging opponents. He's going to come back like high fiving refs, and he's going to be terrible at basketball. That's did you ever read Tim Grover's book? Tim, no. you guys know Tim Grover's. Yeah. And what did he say? He said all, everybody great has to have a dark side. Yeah. If you're going to be great, you have to have a dark side. And if you get maybe Tim Draymond Grover, by the way, gotten rid of his. Whoa. I read that book. That dude's a psychopath. <laughs> Psychopath. They made us read that in college, and I read that. I was like, this, really? is, this is what you wow. want? Wow. Yeah. What kind of college classes were you taking? And then right no, after no, 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 no. Sorry, right Johnny after- Dawkins. Johnny Dawkins gave it oh, to our okay. team. I, then, I wanted then, the class. team was to that, read it. And was our that before or after he gave you the 48 Laws of Power to read? Oh, man. <laughs> we were... We were the type that was the Tim Grover, and we had like the Navy SEALs come in one preseason. Oh, like, we were all God. about the whole. Yeah, that's that was our style. <laughs> did you train with the Navy SEAL or just? We uh, did one one day with the Navy SEALs. I swear to God, I've never been more tired in my life. Yeah, I can imagine. But it was well, it was two hours on the basketball court, two hours in the pool, and then two hours <laughs> in sand. That's only six hours, though. You know, you got a whole eighteen hours to recover after that. <laughs> I swear, like, I remember tra- being done and trying to leave the locker room. I physically could not lean over to put my socks on because my entire body cramped up. Hey, man, and I just that- laid in the locker room for like an hour and a half. I did a Soul Cycle class once, and I thought, yeah, so you my- can relate. I thought my quads <laughs> died. Yeah, it's the same. Look for for a non college basketball athlete. Yeah, it's the Zach's same like, thing. I can empathize. I get it. I get it. I've been there. No, I did a hey, soul cycle one the, time. The instructor came over and cranked the resistance on my bike to the max, uh, and I I was I was like, what's wrong with you? You're a psychopath. <laughs> right. Right. Guys yeah, like Jay can't thing. relate. Jay, yeah. Well, he went he went two and twenty one in college. I uh, I tried out for a G League team. When I How'd was that go? like 26 and so He's far out of shape. Us. And it was a seven or eight hour tryout and I wanted to die at the end. I could not <laughs> I could not stand up straight for a full week. So I, 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 I tried really for the one tour. Josh. I tried really for the end one tour. I just yeah, so mine for you two guys hours. Get it. Us thing. elite athletes, you yeah. were all on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Bob, Bob McKinnon had my ass uh, So. It. So Draymond sucks up to Adam Silver in it. He sucks up to Bob Myers in it. Um, it March, let's say March is the next incident. Like when do we like this? Isn't because because also like all right, I I watch a lot of Bar Rescue. Okay, and and Bar Great Rescue show. John John Taffer will shut come it in down and like try to fix someone's like childhood trauma, a Deep. loss. 
like alcoholism in two days. Problems. Two days. Two days. Two days. And then it's like, and then they like they put on nice clothes. There's a the new bar opens or whatever. Yeah. He's like, well, my job's done. You like if Draymond has real issues yeah. that he's working through here, three weeks off of work is not going to fix it, right? And so, what no. does Adam Silver do? What do what does Joe Dumars do when this happens again? Because it's not like he's not cured. Like you can get help and have issues still and good times and then relapses of whatever that he's relapsing from. Again, mm. I just think he's been an a hole, and I like I say that lovingly. Like and I, only I on just, the basketball court, right? Like we haven't heard anything uh, he about Draymond. Some, off the court. Didn't he hit like a Michigan State football player at a bar once a few years ago? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Stephen A. Smith loves him and says he's the best type of person. Hey, <laughs> I respect. Uh, that. <laughs> I will say I think it'll work. If he has like just been sitting in his house doing nothing the three mm-hmm. weeks, not going to happen. But if he has like actually been like going to see somebody and he continues to do it, but maybe. That but that doesn't stop it from happening in the future. It can curb and you can learn and everything. But it's but I think it's going to happen again. Right. He's going to hit somebody again or push someone. Well, like there's going to be another altercation, and yeah. then no, I agree. What do you do as the league? I'm not. I like. I like whatever. Like the league has set this precedent now. Of we're gonna do an indefinite suspension. You're gonna do counseling and everything. When it happens again, now what? Right. You suspend him more. Do you give him more counts? Like, what does that look like? That's the thing that I'm confused about about this whole new process. And again, like no, I wrote I, this in the bounce. Yeah. I think when it happened, of I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite here, but like I think this is both a good and a bad way of handling this. The indefinite suspension of like, hey, we don't know. We know we have to do something. We don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to give you an indefinite suspension. We'll figure out from there. I think there is something to that idea of, of look, we, we are going to figure out what is the best recourse for figuring out how to help you with an issue that we think you have. I think that's a good thing. I also think sometimes you just need to be like 15 games, go home, and- you know? And the league is just clearly fed up with Draymond shenanigans. I think at this point, even the Warriors are fed up with Draymond shenanigans. I don't know it, if that's true, based on him having to sit down with Big Boss Man himself. And I don't know. They have they suspended him in this situation far longer than they would for anyone else in the league. Well, you have anyone to. else in the league get, because gets he in has the, same the you have to the history, history is there. Yeah. Right, that's, that's what I'm saying though. They're they're fed up with all the nonsense that he's done, and it's it's only gotten progressively worse. His temper, he's he hasn't made any steps on the court. Maybe he has the last month or whatever, but mm-hmm. toward curbing his temper on the court, it just hasn't changed. It's gone the wrong way the last year or two. Josh, do you think? As someone who's competed against him, as someone who knows this mentality, do you think he can change his intensity on the court and still be an effective player? No, because I think it's his intensity on the court that made him who he is. And I think he was what is able that, to... What is that like as an opponent? Like Did you wear a Going cup? against him, like, no, like just his communication, his intensity, his execution on both ends of the floor, like what is that like to, to go against? Well, I, listen, like I've never been a big Draymond fan. Like, but I could at least respect that he was a key to the Warriors' success when they were successful, mm-hmm. right? The things that he did, the pressure that he took off of Steph and Clay, he was a great, like, objectively, he's a great defender. You know what I mean? He was, he was yeah. the, the leader on the floor, the vocal leader on the floor. He was the enforcer, whatever you want to call it, all those things. But it doesn't, it's, it's people aren't scared of him anymore. I think people used to be intimidated by the Warriors. They were intimidated by Steph and by Clay and by Draymond, but it's just not the same anymore and it doesn't work anymore. And I think he senses that. And it's it's a weird feeling for when has he not won? When when have the Warriors not when has he not won? Yeah, I mean just the year that Steph was hurt all but five games. Right, right? which was like a weird they were, they were situation. Yeah, right. Draymond they were basically great just at Michigan like State. stopped trying during that right. time, too. He was he winner at Michigan. All the way. <laughs> yeah. They were great at Michigan. He was great at Michigan State. Gets to the Warriors. They immediately, almost immediately start winning. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to let go when the end of an era hits, when a dynasty starts to fall apart. 
And I think he senses that. And I don't think he likes people not being scared of him anymore, honestly. Yeah, I guess they're chill. Because who's scared of him? Who's who's scared of the Warriors anymore? Yeah, and uh, nobody. Nobody. They're bad. Yeah. And nobody was scared of Draymond physically. It was like no, they were no. they were afraid that he was going to whip their ass on the basketball court. Exactly. And that he was gonna mess up every single possession, exactly, make every right rotation, find Stephen Clay in transition for runs that will just snap you out of everything you try to do. And that's what mm. they were afraid of. And that's what they don't have anymore. And so mm. now he's leaning more into the enforcer role and it's not working. No, it doesn't work. Nobody backs down anymore. Um, I think it's time for us to open up the hot take safe zone. For those who don't know, there's something I have poached from uh, my time at Sirius XM NBA Radio with Amino Hassan, where we would get together on a Friday, host a show. We'd open it up the hot take safe zone. We cannot take down anyone's hot take here. Okay? Can't do it. We have to accept it. We have to celebrate it. We can ask questions to clarify, Jay, but those cannot be loaded questions. Those cannot be questions that show any kind of dispute in the hot take. These are questions that just, you know, we want a better understanding of what's going on. So the hot take safe zone is officially open. Who wants to go first? I'm ready. Jay's got a hot take for us. Okay, Jay, what is your hot take in the hot take safe zone? The Milwaukee Bucks are toast. They are not going to do anything of significance this year. They might make the conference finals, but that's the absolute peak that this season could could present. But is, all right, let I'm me, afraid. Let me, hold on, hold on. I'm hold afraid on. of saying this in in real life. <laughs> I will only say this in the hot take safe zone. Really, their their chances let, of a championship me, are gone. Okay, okay. So when you say toast, you're saying they right. can't win a championship. They this year. will not because win you a saying, championship. Okay. You saying them going to the conference finals sounds successful to me. I mean, yeah. You know, Giannis wouldn't consider that a failure. Well, the equipment manager's got to step it up. <laughs> the equipment manager does have to step it up. What a that's, rant! What that a is rant. an insane thing to say. I love. Um, have you seen the movie Knocked Up? Of course, you know, Seth Rogen. Of course, okay. yes. There's a moment where he's trying to tell Catherine Heigl that he's doing, he's doing the dice thing too much. There's a <laughs> moment where he's trying to tell Catherine Heigl that um, he hates her hormones, right? And he's like, bleep you, hormones. You're a bleep, hormones. Because um, he's he's fed up with her. It felt like Giannis kept inserting himself into we've got to be better, we can't die on screens. I include myself. It felt like this like way of getting around throwing his team under the bus. He's saying, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here. I'm including this as well. But the whole time I was like, okay, so you're just like. Was it a genuine I'm including myself as well? It didn't seem like when you it go to after me. the equipment manager, man. <laughs> was, like, so I thought he brought in the equipment manager just, just to say we're all in this together. Like, but he said the equipment manager's got to wash we our jerseys all do our better. <laughs> do you think his jersey was uh, well, just right, stanking? So, so what? What setting on the washer do we think is happening? Because he's not hand washing these jerseys, right? Yeah. Maybe he, sh- he are the shrunk. shorts cool? Shorts are shorts are cool, right? Like the shorts have been washed perfectly. It's just the jerseys that, or did he mean uniforms? Is he talking the whole thing? Josh, uh, have you ever gotten your uniform like hung up in your locker and you're like, what the hell has happened here? No, this is dirty. No, and I don't know. No, <laughs> I, I I think it was a cop out. I don't. I don't. I think it's a cheap shot at somebody who has literally nothing to do. Yeah. With anything on the basketball, I'll court. say it. I'll say it. This is not my hot take. This is as bad as Blake punching that equipment manager. <laughs> Sorry, maybe not. Oh, it's, forgot <laughs> about that. Oh that, man, that was a fun, was a fun, little, fun little jaunt. That was, the first that. that was wild time. Um, okay, so Jace, you're saying they their title hopes they're, are they're done. they're toast, and the most important part of that Giannis rant was not. We're dying on screens. It was not throwing the equipment match under the bus as wild as that was. It was his direct shot at Adrian Griffin and the coaching staff. Yeah. Now, defensively, we have to have a plan, Giannis well, said. What is our strategy? 
are we going to give up a lot of open threes? Are we going to let them get in the paint when they go in the post? Are we going to stay with ours and play one-on-one? What is our strategy? He literally does not know what they are trying to accomplish on defense. He does not know what they want to take away. And this goes back to Mike Budenholzer, who was maybe the very best in the league at creating a defensive system to take away certain parts of the game, to give up other parts of the game. And Giannis is like, I I miss Mike Budenholzer. Adrian Griffin is not doing this right. They, uh, well, maybe you should have got him fired. Uh, then they are actually the second best team in the league at allowing three point percentage. They have the, they allow the second lowest three point percentage, but they're, because I just looked these numbers up last night. I think they're twelfth in wide open three pointers um, attempted, allowed, and the teams shoot the worst in the league on what their their three point numbers in terms of defense are completely smoke and mirrors. Teams just literally aren't hitting them against them. They're just not getting like, very lucky. They're getting them up. Yeah, they're just not going. They're getting right. yeah. They're getting them up. They're just not. They're going in a thirty four percent clip against the Bucks this year, mm. and that is going to rise. And and you could you could look at their record. You could look at a lot of stuff they've done. They're a good just, team. Just yeah. overlook all of these issues. They're twenty five and eleven, but Giannis sees all the problems here. Like there there are underlying issues here that the team is just not good enough defensively. He doesn't think the coaching staff clearly is doing the right job defensively, and that's that's the issue to me. And what are the answers here? Where where are the defensive minded wings on this team? Who 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 is that going to well, be? Jay Crowder, be Jay Crowder's hurt. Is it going to be Marshawn Bochamp? Uh, Jay Crowder, like, yeah, is he that anymore? I don't uh, know. And so he's he's someone who knows what to do. I think there are personnel issues. Giannis thinks there are foundational issues. They need finesse structure issues. Uh, Why? And he, then they, I, they, I look they at they the, stats. the equipment manager. The Bucks with Giannis and Dame both on the court, both of them on the court have a six point seven net rating, which is good. Which it's, is good. It's, it's really good, but it's not what but you would think. When you have be. your two superstars on the court, you should be trouncing teams because mm-hmm. most of their minutes, let's be honest, are probably with Brooke Lopez. A lot of them are probably with Chris Middleton. They have their best players on the court with those guys, yeah, and they're still like just just pretty good. Just good. I just want to I just want to remind everyone listening. Or watch it on YouTube. It's the hot take safe zone. You can't now go and say, "Oh, Jay King doesn't believe in the Bucks." What? A, what about you? Have to accept it, okay? Mm-hmm. We just this is how this is how the hot take safe zone works. We don't throw these down at all. Um, I'm gonna build. I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna actually build off because Jay kind of has a little bit of what I've got in that the Bucks are toast. I'll take it a step further. My hot take safe zone submission. Dame's gone this summer. <laughs> wow! You know what I read? You know what I read? This is when he said, "When he said we got to stop, when we got he, he said we got to stop dying on screens." Oh, myself included. He who died? You think like, that was look, a direct I, shot at Dame? Who could it be at? Malik I, Beasley. I don't think he's taking shots at campaign. <laughs> Malik well, like, you don't know that. Under fire, but everyone expects campaign to like do this right like maybe you should expect dame at this point oh Giannis yeah but why him. you're more um, mad i'm more mad at a, a guy like cam for dying on screens than i am at a guy like dame for dying. At least, at least dame's gonna give me 30 sure but dame's also been pretty bad lately yeah and i'm also not gonna argue and you're I'm also back, used to playing with back. drew holiday right like you yeah, well you've that's watched the thing. you drew went, holiday from, for years you you've drew. seen him yeah. you've seen him avoid screens as well as anyone can do it and now now you're looking around and guys are just like oh. hey you know what that's a good screen not yeah. much else i can do here <laughs> they got me <laughs> yeah oh uh, shit man their shoulder really hit me there that's oh man next time i need that called out a little a little sooner yeah it's just a very very much appreciation of of good screens being set yeah i took that i took that part of the comment because he like what i think eric named wrote that he that Giannis talked for seven and a half minutes on all this, right? Just going he's off pissed. on all this stuff, right? He's he, he's real pissed. Yeah. And I think that when I saw that we got to stop dying, we can't die on screens, oh, myself included, I was like, oh, Dame. You saw subtext at Dame there. Big time. Like, Jay saw subtext at, at Adrian Griffith. I saw subtext at Dame there. Mm. So that that is my hot take in the hot take safe zone. The only one Dame who didn't get it was Brooke Lopez. He kept saying, like, we can't expect Brooke to clean all of this up. 
it, there, Brooke there is good be, in his eyes. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Bobby Portis too. Like Bobby's yeah, good, Bobby right? Portis but I'm like, too. well, Bobby Portis is not exactly Defensive Player of the Year here. Like that's not <laughs> that's not really is what I think of him on the court. Um, th- nothing would be funnier than the Pacers knocking them out in like the first round, right? Mm. Like a three six matchup. Like if no, Tyrese the Heat was again, just, the Heat again would be funny. Oh, the Heat again. Oh man, the Heat again would be funny. Don't you guys got to cut my my internet. If if the if the Heat beat the Bucks, you gotta cut my internet. <laughs> don't let me online. Take my phone. Don't let me online. Same when they beat the Celtics too. Don't you? So you, don't, you, so don't you think here. Dame is gone? I think either Giannis will want him gone or he'll want to be gone. But I think he's gone. Wow. But that's just, again hot take safe song. I, I love. I thought this I was, hot I thought was going to be the only one coming out here with like Bucks Heat, and Jay comes out here and says like they're toasts. So, you know, that was the next part of my uh, <laughs> Dame is gone. I love this. I love gone. this. Is this is a brilliant hot take, <laughs> Josh? What is your hot take in the hot oh, take? Oh man, and I don't even know how hot this is. Lukewarm, mildly, mildly uh, toasty. Well, it's a safe song, so don't uh, worry about it. No, no. Uh, uh, I think Darvin Ham is done. I think he's gonna get. I think regardless of that win last night, it's it's over. That what that win saved his job though, right? It if they lost the Clippers, it postponed the inevitable. He, him coming out and saying, "People got to stop living and dying with, <laughs> with our wins and losses." You but that's it's the you Lakers. Can't say that it's and, the yeah. Lakers and with LeBron. People are gonna live that. and die. And, dude, people that, live and die with like the magic. Not like, only that, they weren't living and dying with every single game. They were living and dying because you were three and ten over your exactly. last thirteen games. Because nobody gives a shit about the in-season tournament anymore, and because you've been throwing out insane lineups. They with spent all that money six, already, man. Like that, the everywhere. money's gone. They so, spent that money. Like no one cares anymore. He's gone. I don't know. I think it's coming. I think that postponed it a little bit. I don't think it's well, how. But, lo- let me. So let me ask you: How yeah. long do you think it's going to be? Like in season or, or we wait until the summer? No, in season. I think it's in season. In season, wow. I think it's in season. Okay. I think that they're going to try to be on damage control here because, again, it's LeBron. Like he mm-hmm. he has a history here. Let's go back and look. Luke Walton, Mike Brown, Frank Vogel, David Blatt. What do all those people have in common? They all uh, coached LeBron. They all, oh, underachie- <laughs> they all underachieved. And then what happened to him? Gone. Gone. Trounced. Gone. Yeah. Bye. Well, it makes me wonder because I, you know, I think LeBron's alluded to this before, and people have definitely talked about it. And this was the most evident with Luke Walton. Like, Le- if LeBron is going through a shoot around or a game plan or something, and he thinks like you don't know what the hell you're doing, he's out on you. No, he's right? done. And I don't. And, and I don't he know. He probably if that's does with know Darvin more Ham, than but, yeah. Ninety. He knows more than ninety nine percent of of course. Well, but he doesn't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, well, he knows more. But I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no, Jay. You, you, you go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jay, if you Jay, guys, go. Jay, go right now. You go. I don't know if you guys remember the the clip from like early in the season. Might have even been the very first game of the season when LeBron was on the sidelines talking to Darvin Ham. He was mic'd up, and for whatever reason, the league released it, and LeBron was just kind of like, you know, I can be point guard, right? You know you can like just give me the ball. It's okay. You don't have to give it. And to then me. what happened? And then what happened? And then what happened? What position did he start playing? Point guard. But he's calling the but shots. I, I think he's done. And the other I'm part just, of my, I'm also saying yeah. like there's a level of frustration with some of the yes. stuff Darvin Ham is doing. We have seen sure. windows into that for sure. And, well, it's coming out more and more now. All these leaks, all these reports with mm-hmm. agents calling, frustrated. Um, and so the second half of my, my hot take is that I believe that Phil Handy will take over as interim. I think he, as far as having a guy who is respected throughout that locker room, it's Phil Handy. Phil Phil Handy's like the goat of like, like skill development, right? Yes. That's the guy. Who does LeBron work with in the off season? Yeah. Everyone works with him him in the off season. He's respected. He's a guy who I think all of them would follow and would listen do you to. Think, do you think that um, in this scenario, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like um, discount what Phil can be yeah, as a coach. Yeah, do you right. think in this scenario, 
he's then got like assistants who are handling more the game plan stuff, X's and O's, and 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 Phil is like kind of the rah rah, you know, respected voice leader. Or do you think Phil's? Because uh, I, I don't, I, I, I don't think, know enough about no. Phil in that sense of like whether he has the X's and O's outside of skill development, right? I think it's more about a team has to have a head coach. Mm-hmm. And maybe but, LeBron's the the. So that's what I'm saying planner, is that right? I yeah. think that you put ha- Phil Handy in the interim head coach role, but that mm-hmm. is a it is in name only. They yeah. need a filler. They need somebody to be the head coach, and LeBron will handle game plan going forward. You know what I love about Phil Handy Player coach. is is uh. Is his, I think his Instagram handle is like the real ninety four feet or like yep, the real Mr. Yep, ninety four feet. The real, the real like ninety four feet. Because because yep. I'm pretty sure he got pissed that people were calling Pat Beverly <laughs> Mr. Ninety Four Feet. <laughs> That's great, and I love That's, Phil. I, I think. <laughs> But dude, everybody loves Phil. Like the Lakers are not a, cashing in on this. I don't think LeBron is going to cash in on this season and be done with it. I think that they're going to mm. try to salvage something. Well, and also, like I wrote about this last week, like he can, he can wield that player option. Like he's got a player option. Everyone assumes like, For hey, sure. fifty mil. But the way he's played this year, he'll get that everywhere. It's no longer like no oh, matter what, we can get LeBron to sell some jer- some jerseys and some tickets, and then and draft his son, and we'll and you know he'll come here or whatever. To play it like no, like LeBron's still an he's still performing. Player. Yeah, he's still yeah. performing. He's still worth so, that when you combine the so skill worth, and the ticket yeah. sales and the jersey sales Absolutely. and all that stuff. Absolutely, the, uh, it was so eye opening when Yovan and Shams wrote that piece about how players were frustrated with Darvin Ham, and mm-hmm. in it they were like six different sources have said <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's half the locker room. That's, that's half the lot. team. That's Everybody's no more like oh this. maybe there's like one pissed off player. That's like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pissed off people in that locker yeah, room right now. That's not a leak. That's not a leak. That's uh, <laughs> no. That's <laughs> the dam has it's broken. A, it's not a leak. It's a it's a town it's hall a meeting. That's what that is. Like it's not <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. I feel like this is maybe the best hot take safe zone we've had. Yeah, we you know? we came hot today. Jace was like, okay. Yeah, this is Jace good. Was all right. Yeah, Jace yeah, is fine. You know Jace what? Was... I thought mine was going to be the hottest, and then you guys were like, oh, "No, it was actually Dame's getting traded, and was... Darvin Ham is fired." In Zach's the next, I kind of, I kind of alluded to the the Dame one uh, in the group chat. I think this weekend or something like that. Maybe after those comments, or maybe they, I, I can't remember when. But I, I've started feeling this way for a couple of weeks now. Like I don't know if Dame's long term here. Just doesn't doesn't seem like it to me. What a hot take safe zone! Today. And now we close the hot take safe zone. Uh, we are going to bring you the panic meter right after this break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome back. BasketBuds edition Athletic NBA Show podcast. We now break out the panic meter. The panic meter is one to five. Five being the most. We uh, will have four subjects here. We'll decide how much of a panic we have with each of these teams. And we'll start off with the Golden State Warriors. Now, Draymond is podcasting again. He's apologizing or not apologize. He's uh he's really like commending Adam Silver and Bob Myers and everything. And you know, Jonathan Kuminga voiced displeasure allegedly about well, I don't think we can say allegedly anymore. It was a report from from Shams. Um, and so you want to be careful with that wording. But then like Steve Kerr came out and was like, Yeah, I talked to him. We can't do that. Like publicly. That's gotta all stay in-house. So I think we could say officially that this happened. Um, Jonathan Kuminga was like, I don't like my playing time and then played 36 minutes in a game. <laughs> like they really had him out there except Chris Paul is now hurt. I believe he's out roughly a month with this hand injury. And so guys from a, a scale of one to five on the panic meter, Jay, how much panic do you feel for the Warriors? Five. <laughs> five. <laughs> five. The sirens are blaring. This is the flames are bursting like this yeah. is this is not going in the right direction none of it is going in the right direction they're they're done they're, they're, they're done. done even they're if they done. make the play in term even if they make the 8 seed like they're like it, this is something that has really pissed off jay throughout the season so far is that josh's first episode he nailed this he said the Warriors were <laughs> done. It was his first podcast ever yeah, i remember first, and you guys made me feel like was, such an asshole for this take <laughs> I sure did. Yeah. And look who was the asshole. It was me. Well, no, and Josh is still was an me. asshole. Yeah. Absolutely. We're all assholes. It was me. But yeah, we should have known when Bob Myers is like, you know what, guys? I'm out. Yeah, I'm good, man. Bob hey, Myers Dunley, did you not got it. want to be in charge as this thing fell apart mm-hmm. because none of it was going to work out. But everything has come at the exact same time. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins, just no longer good at basketball. <sighs> he has made two shots. Combined in his last two games. What? Is that real? Yes. Two shots combined in his last two games. Oh, yeah. He has grabbed four total rebounds in those two games. Well, I mean, you know, rebounds. He and Kaminga, when they're on the court, do you know what the team's net rating is? Uh, I know it's not good. Minus 20.6. Minus 20.6. That's twice as bad as the Pistons. The players who carried them to a championship, with the exception of Steph, have all taken enormous steps back. The players who are young and could be supplementing the talent on the roster are not good enough yet, including Kaminga, who thinks he's good enough. And it's just, it's ugly there. And there's no The crowd's chanting for Moody. Like yeah. in the third quarter, like it's it's rough out there. <laughs> and, uh, and and Kerr Kerr, it, it's it's got to be so hard for Kerr because all these dudes that you won titles with, you have to be fair to them and right. give them chances <clears throat> to come back. The I think only he reason, has the like you're halfway almost halfway through the season. Like, but 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 they went through a 15 and 67 year and then came back and won a title like a year and a half later. Mm-hmm. That. And so that's yeah. what he's seen this group do. That's what he's seen this team that's accomplish. Yeah. That's that's the yeah. heart and the resiliency that he's seen out of this group. And so, yeah, he's going to give them a, a long leash. But also, it's just, it's impossible right now. Yeah. He has an impossible job. And, and I don't think he's handled it correctly with everything. I think, but it's also, like, it's impossible. Absolutely impossible. There's... They're just not good enough right now on top of being like just a mess. Josh, scale one to five. What's the panic meter? Uh, five. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't think there's another it's a answer. Five I, think, I don't think there's going to be, as far as Steph, Clay, Draymond, I don't think, especially Steph, I don't think Clay and Draymond are going anywhere at least this season. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're going anywhere, but I think everybody else is on the chopping block except maybe Jay's boy – uh, Pajemski, I think he might be. <laughs> Why is he I think he might be safe. He's white. 
I think he might be safe, but <laughs> honestly, man, like what I saw with like K- the Kaminga thing, I think Kaminga is going to be moved soon. Yeah. I get this. I sense also like, I think he's really good, Josh. I don't he know. He is good. No, like no, no. I think this. he is I think really he's good. Really good. I yeah. think in the right situation, he could absolutely be a big time player. I think what I saw com- coming out of that was he wasn't get the time he wanted. He talked shit. And then he plays, what was it, 36 minutes the next night? And then it was like 25 yeah. last night, something like that. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that they are playing him more to increase okay. his trade value. Yeah. I think they know that we want to move him. He pissed him off. They want to get rid of They want to move him. Let's give him the minutes. Let him try to look good out there and see what we can get for him. Because if he sits on the bench, yeah. he's not worth much. And, Open... And the hot take safe zone back up real quick, okay? Oh, here comes another one. Draymond will end up where Dame ends up this summer. <laughs> Close the hot take safe zone. Close yeah. it back up, all right? <laughs> Close it back up. Uh, yeah, I just think this team's done. Yeah, it's just it's not working. Uh, and they started Kaminga and Wiggins together in their last game. And just got trounced during those minutes. They try to showcase them both to the Raptors. Like, hey, these guys are six eight. You'll like them. <laughs> is there a world where Draymond comes back and unlocks some stuff, and they actually start rolling? Not not like they used to roll. Not not like seventy three wins in a regular season. But like we pace. we judge this team but, on championships, right? Like even still, like they're not. They're at no point this season have they played anything close to championship level basketball. We know what that looks like with them. They're not even playing playoff level basketball. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, it's out of five. It's out of five. Um, All right, let's move on to the next one. What about the Atlanta Hawks? The Atlanta Hawks, uh, I think they're 14 and 21 now. Apparently everybody except for Trey Young and Jalen Johnson on the trade block. Um, Scale of one to five, Josh, where are you with the Hawks? I'm thinking I I got to go. It's a little different situation, right? Because they we don't look at them as a champion. We don't expect them to play championship basketball like the Warriors. But I still am going to be at, can I do a 3.5? Sure, yeah. 3.5. 3.5. Okay. I think moves need to be made. I mean, just watching them play, like I do think that they need a good wing. They or gave up. 50 assists. Yeah, that's just not. 50 and so, assisted baskets to the Pacers in a regulation game. Yeah, that's crazy. Almost what impossible. do you what do you think about Draymond ending up there and then they can move Draymond jo- and Dame Hold on the on. Hawks? <laughs> Draymond, we, we don't want to set up Draymond with another Jordan Poole situation. There is no way <laughs> he, he would enjoy playing with Trey Young. Just zero. You know, they, so I'm just thinking because then they can move Jalen Johnson to the three, which I think is a, go, uh, a good spot for a, him at yeah, the three. I think they have to play him at yeah. the four right now. Either they need to bring in a legit three or they need to bring in a good defending four man and be able to move Jalen Johnson to the three. This is such an unserious franchise. This they I thought I really thought, and this is on me. Hand up, my bad. I thought Quinn Snyder was going to take this franchise to respectability. I saw them in the playoffs last season. I was like, there's something there. They're, they are going to build something. They're going to come back. Their defense is going to be better. Yeah, there's something there. It's called four losses. They are 28th in defensive efficiency. 28th. Trey Young has been historically bad. Yeah, they're not they good went out, defensively. They know that their franchise cornerstone is Trey Young, and they went out and got DeJounte Murray, whose defensive reputation far exceeds what he actually is as a defender on the court, who also kind of overlaps with some of what Trey does, doesn't right. give you spacing next to Trey. And the clear vision here is Trey Young as the center of an offense surrounded by big, long dudes who could play defense. Yep. <laughs> they couldn't get that right. They went out and got DeJounte, who doesn't fit. And here they are, 14 and 20, just disgusting. It's a five. Like Jalen Johnson's like, fun, though. He's he's cool. I tried to tell you about him. Um it's a five for the Hawks. This is dumb. Like this is like this team is not 
capable of playing good basketball. they're still in financial hell. They're in financial hell. Everyone should go. Like, this is... This is a team that made the conference finals kind of by accident, right? <laughs> made the conference finals by accident. Like they they lucked into it. We get like we got a congratulations, you made it and you and you pushed the bucks a little bit, but they made it because the Sixers short-circuited at home in a game 7, right? Since then, they have been garbage. This has been a disappointing team. Trey Young even talked about like early on that next season about like, yeah, it's kind of hard to get up for these games. When you've been to the conference finals, like that's the job. That's how you get to the conference finals. Right. It's by being good in those games. They do not understand. It doesn't matter. Like it, and this, this is this a man thought he'd won six rings because he got to this, the conference finals. This is a top to bottom issue. Like this isn't just with the players or the co- like the entire organization has no idea what they're doing. Like it's just like they there needs to be an entire overhaul. And maybe that, like, yeah, keep Trey. Like, you don't have to trade Trey or whatever, but, like, build a proper team. And I think they tried to do that. Um, but, man, like, this team is nothing to, to like, fear in any way. Because you know, like, yeah, they're going to score, like, amazing offensive team, even worse on defense. We're going to score way more. they are good right? on – yeah. Like, it's just there's, there's no way to take them seriously. Um, all right. What about the Brooklyn Nets? Brooklyn Nets are – Struggling. I believe they're three and eleven in their last fourteen. They violated the player <coughs> participation policy over Spencer <laughs> Dinwiddie. They've got some guys that they could move, right? Like Dorian Finney-Smith, nice guy to go get. Even Royce O'Neal wouldn't be a bad guy to go get. They got a lot of a lot of options there. A lot of players they could move. On a scale of one to five, Jay, where are you with the Nets? <laughs> I, I I'm like a two. They're not good. They're, they're not terrible. I never they know they're to be not good, good or terrible. Yeah. yeah. They they need more. Maybe they need less. I don't I don't know what direction. They need more. Maybe in. they need they need less. What does that I, even I just, mean? I just mean <laughs> maybe maybe they what? tear it down. Maybe they tear it down. This is, is a teardown. This is a teardown. It's gotta be tear right? what down? No, but I'm just saying, like, they need to start moving. They need to start moving. Like uh, Mikhail is untouchable. To that, I think yeah. for them, okay. I think he's okay. the only guy off yes. limits, right? I think they've got yeah. some valuable pieces. Claxton, I think a lot of teams would like to have a guy like Claxton, like Cam Johnson, Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith. Pretty good players. They've, yeah, got, they've got good they've pieces got that teams would like to have, right? Like yeah. the other week we were talking about uh, OKC. Somebody bringing an OKC. We, were, I was thinking maybe Claxton could be. I think feel like would cool. be cool that to see nice. come off the bench behind Chet. Yeah, a guy like Claxton, he can play the speed they want. He's long and athletic. Like they've got valuable pieces. The teams that want to win championships would like to have Royce O'Neal plays good to fit three and D guy. Like can, you mm-hmm. know, can be a, a good piece on a championship team. Same with Cam Johnson. Same with Dorian Finney-Smith. Like these are all guys who have Finney-Smith is a dog, man. They like, have market someone... value. They're not stars. The Nets only have a supporting cast, like, but they, they will have make a, great a team supporting better. cast. And that's yeah, because every time they get stars, they're either too old or they decide they want to leave. Like, like, the, the, like yeah. I think that teams that want to win the champion, like are like on the cusp there that are trying to make a good stay, are looking at the Nets thinking there's a team we can talk to about bringing. There's certain players on that team who can help. Yeah. Give us that little extra that's going to take us to the next level. Yep, I'm I, I'm with you. like I think I'm a two like Jay yeah. Uh, yeah. because I don't. They're not supposed to be good this year. I'm actually surprised they've been so good offensively and so bad defensively. Like to me, that's the the weirdest part of every. Like they've got Dorian Finney-Smith, they got Royce O'Neal, they got Mikael well, Bridges, they got they Nick Claxton. So like they've got a small. bunch. They've got a bunch of defensive players. They do. Sure, but like you can still... It's hard to be good on defense when you play that small, even if you have good defenders. But not that bad defensively. And I also just don't... I I mean, I guess it's regressed a little bit during these last couple of weeks, but like that good offensively, I just didn't see coming. You know, like I just didn't think this was a team that could flirt with like top 10 in offensive rating at all. I thought they would be a great defensive team that couldn't score uh, or couldn't score consistently. Um, but yeah, like this is a team like you just lost Kyrie and KD and Harden over the last like year and a half. You're not supposed to be good. Mm. I would move a couple of pieces, but I uh, yeah, keep Mikhail. I'd keep Claxton. I I like him a lot. 
Yeah. Everyone else, like I'd even like I'd dangle like Cam Johnson out there to see what. You yeah, I think, Cam, I think I think not, I yeah. would I think winning teams would love to have Cam. Long Absolutely. wing can defend, can shoot the ball, plays hard, he's signed like, long he's, term. Yeah. Yes, he's a perfect like seventh man, sixth mm-hmm. seventh man coming off the bench. Like he in this, yeah, I I would love to see Cam on like a contender because I think he yeah. would make him better. All right, last one in the panic meter. Oh, those lovable Lakers. They have been terrible since the in-season tournament, since the NBA Cup. Uh, the money has been spent. Darvin Ham's on the hot seat. LeBron is mad at his team. He's mad at international reporters asking about he's Ricky mad. Rubio after a loss. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not mad at Ricky Rubio. He wants Ricky to know no. he respects it. was him. just a dumbass. He made sure that everybody knew it was just a dumbass question. That poor reporter. Man. Like, yeah, like, that's unfair. It was a he's clearly, clearly a Spanish on assignment. reporter. Yeah, it was clearly absolutely. a Spanish reporter. It's like, a huge hey, you got to get this. This dude, Ricky has played lo- professionally longer than LeBron. Like... Pretty much, yeah. No, he has. That long. Yeah, he has played. I don't think there's anybody, maybe Luis Scola, but anybody else playing that's played as long as him. I gotta hear it. Schlecht, hit me with that audio. Ah, LeBron. Uh, Yes, a question uh, not related to to the game. If you allow me, Uh, Ricky Rubio announced uh, his retirement from the NBA yesterday. Uh, What do you think about the the career that he has had uh, in the in the NBA? Um, I'm not really in the mood to answer that question, but I respect Ricky. Um, congratulations on a hell of a career, and uh, if I don't see, if I don't seem sincere when you see this video, it's because we got our ass whooped again, and I apologize. So it was actually bad timing on the interviewer asking me this question. It's not me, Ricky. So congratulations. Thank you. So, Josh, where are you with the Lakers? Scale of one to five. How five, much panic? Five. Five for sure. I think they fall into that same category of the Warriors, especially any team that LeBron plays for automatically has to be a contender. Anything less than a championship season is a failure. Like, that's just how it's been. And I mentioned earlier, like, LeBron's history with underachieving coaches, like, it's going to get shaken up. I think. I think he is fed up. I think he's pissed. I think that he has no problem cutting ties with players, coaches, whatever it is. So I think something's coming. Like barring some just incredible bounce back by them in the next few weeks, like something something big. Lakers are going to be making moves come February. Jay, scale of one to five, panic meter. This is five. They just... They have no clue. Darvin Ham and his coaching staff have shown no clue with putting this roster together into a viable team. They are playing lineups that have no chance of scoring the basketball. Yeah. They are, yeah. they are, for whatever reason, minimizing some players who are pretty good to maximize other players who are not very good. They. Darvin Ham has come out and said a few times, like, can't judge me. We're not healthy, whatever. It's like, you got minor injuries, man, in the NBA. You got LeBron James. Right. You got Anthony Davis. You got, you got Anthony Davis, the most healthy he's been in how long? Like, yeah, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you about? complaining about? Just, just find a, a way to put guys yeah. around them who can actually have a chance of scoring the basketball. Right. And the all the lineup choices there have just been wild. Yeah. The, well, yeah. Well, you and I were I almost we almost liked that big lineup season. they played. Remember, we were watching, we were talking about that one. They played that big lineup with LeBron at point. Everybody on the floor, other than Anthony Davis, was a three or a four. It was like LeBron, Torian Prince, Cam Reddish, AD, <laughs> and, and who was and they played this gigantic lineup for a split second. I was like, I might like this. I might like this lineup, <laughs> and it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Probably because none, none of the six nine guys are good at basketball. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They, they they also don't have like they don't have any movement shooting. They they there are limitations to this roster. They but they've done a bad job of putting it together. And you just have to you have to put out lineups out there 
that could score. And they're starting Austin Reeves lately, which I think is a step in the right direction. But I, I don't know about just because I don't think they have enough off the bench. Like, I actually don't know what you should do with Austin Reeves. Because like I mean, this team just isn't very good. I saw someone I saw someone uh a Lakers fan, but like a, a Lakers fan that like is really level headed about this stuff that I respect was like you can see that when they're in a bigger environment that this team can bring it like we saw with like the NBA cup. Right. Um, and so they just have to get to the playoffs healthy and then their level of play can be as high as it needs to be. I, if like it was single elimination playoff style, I think I would buy into that. But I don't know that I can buy into that for a seven game series, Josh. Like to me, the no. intensity and the focus and the talent level that it takes to keep succeeding when it's not just a one off. I don't know if this late, like, I, well, no, I do. I, I don't think this Lakers team has that. Yeah, the playoffs are a different beast. And like you say, you're going to get more out of the Lakers in the playoffs. You're also going to get more out of the Nuggets or. Denver is uh, sleepwalking right now. They are not trying. Right. You you're, can't convince me the Nuggets are trying. I don't know. Jokic you're going to get more three out of three field goal attempts against Detroit. He's he's <laughs> trying pretty hard. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't buy in on that too much. Obviously, it's hard for me to bet against LeBron. Like I mentioned a few weeks ago, like yeah, betting against LeBron isn't always smart. But I just don't think this is the team. This isn't it as it stands now. And, and, yeah, and for me, it's. It's re like you have to figure out lineups. Part of the regular season is figuring out lineups, how to maximize your team. They haven't done that. They it's gotten so bad that the belief there is clearly it's gone. gone. It's they, gone. They have no belief in the team right now. They have no belief in the coach right now. LeBron, even if it was a lighthearted moment, saying like my son could play minutes on this team easily. That, <laughs> not- that's a terrible. Bad look. Is he speaking more about the ability of his son or the lack of ability with his team? Uh, probably both. Some played ni- 19 who knows? minutes for it, USC the other night. It might have just been a lighthearted <laughs> moment, but it, either way, it's a yeah, bad look. I don't know. Not a and, good look, no. And to me, like we've seen the Lakers raise their play in the playoffs. We saw it last season. They got mollywhped by the Nuggets. They got swept. <laughs> and they, they can say it. We were in every game. They got destroyed they got in destroyed. every moment that mattered. Every moment that mattered. Yeah. I think they were up like 15 or 20 in game four of that sweep. And LeBron had a huge first half. They could not keep Denver from coming back and winning that game, sweeping that series. This team's not good enough at their best. So why yeah. are we going to trust them now just because they ha- they can be better than 3-13 and 13 in their last it- I'll tell games. you exactly what it is. Last 13 games or whatever it is. Like, I'll tell no, you exactly not, exactly what it is. Why people are afraid to write it off. Because nobody wants to be clipped online. That's all it is. Clip LeBron's got a shit. resume and they, nobody... They are and nobody just wa- like no, the Bucks. Nobody... Oh, this, the hot take safe zone's closed, man. The, don't, just, don't just go throwing this stuff out there willy-nilly. Like, we, gotta, we no, got this, protocol here. This is here. real. This is real. The, the Lakers... But you can't say like the Bucks. Not- because that's that takes your hot take out of the safe zone, okay? Okay, I'll, I'll leave that one in the safe <laughs> I'm zone. I'm just trying to the, the Lakers for real are toast. Uh, yeah, like no one wants to get clipped, but I'm te- like, what part of this looks good? Like, just none, none of this, none of this. T- again, like we talked with the Warriors, we know what it looks like when they play championship basketball. None of this looks like that. Like none of this. Like, and we haven't seen that. And I like look. Maybe changes can happen. Phil Handy becomes a coach. They make a trade. Who knows? But none of this, from what we've seen so far, it even approaches what it would take for them to truly matter in the playoffs. And if we're thirty-five-ish games into the season, we haven't seen that yet. Without a major change, we're not going to see that. Like you, like that's just you don't all of a sudden, Josh, become really good 35 games into a season, right? No, no. I mean, even if they did bring in somebody new, like there's that little weird adjustment period. And this late in the year, yeah. it's too late for adjustment periods. To like, become only, from like a mediocre team to like a right, great team. The yes. only hope that you would have is that it's just good enough to get them in a position to be in the play-in. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they hit their stride in April or May. 
right? Like that's kind of what happened kinda, last year, I guess. Yeah. Right. That's the only hope. Yeah. Otherwise, that's that's it's just not not feasible. Make sure you are dropping your panic meter scores, your hot take safe zone. You can do that in the comments on YouTube. Everyone loves YouTube comments. We love to see them. Jay reads over every single one of them. Every <laughs> single one. YouTube so comments are very safe and inclusive space. Very safe. That's the real safe zone. YouTube comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the that's gonna be the sweet spot right there. Make sure you subscribe to the bounce, subscribe to the athletic. Make sure you subscribe to the athletic NBA show podcast, both on YouTube and on every single podcast platform that exists. Do not leave one out. For Jay King, for Josh Eustace, for Dave DeFore, for Andrew Slack, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked on the athletic. <laughs>